Profile series. I'm your host, Matt Hicks, the FF Educator, joined by John Lobb, the Gridiron Scholar. This is the Jalen Hyatt rookie profile. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you give the video a like, subscribe to the channel, uh, drop us a comment, let us know how you feel about Jalen Hyatt, because we'll be chopping it up a, a good amount here talking about this Tennessee wide receiver prospect. Want to remind folks to head on over to patreon.com slash rookie big board, get access to our in-depth rookie rankings, the 2023 rookie guide, the, the discord, the 2023 NFL seasonal projections, lots of good stuff going on over there and lots of good stuff, John, going on with Jalen Hyatt in the 2022 season. So let's get into this electric wide receiver prospect. On our last episode, Matt, I had mentioned how Parker Washington had fallen furthest in my rankings over the last year at wide receiver. No one has risen like Jalen Hyatt. And I still have visions of that five-touchdown game in that memorable game against Alabama. What an unbelievable performance. But I'm just going to put a little bit of negative here. Alabama... I still do not know why they kept the safety on the fastest player in college football. Now, some of it was Josh Heupel scheming. I get it. But you would think somewhere along the line, they say, gentlemen, we got to take the slow safety off the God darn speed demon because we've got to do something to slow this young man down. But who is he? Because I said he has risen higher than any other player. He was a four-star recruit in high school, so he was on the radar if you were a big college or a high school recruit fan. He was the country's number 33 wide receiver by 24-7 sports. At his high school, Matt, he left high school as the all-time leader in receiving yards with over 3,600, and he had 57, sorry, 57 career touchdowns, so prolific numbers in high school. In 2018 and 19, he helped the team to back-to-back undefeated seasons and the state title. So he had a really nice prospect recruiting profile. Comes to Tennessee, Matt, and he goes off the radar. I mean, it's not really even worth mentioning too much his first year on campus, but by 2021, he finally showed us something. He finished third on the team in receptions of 21, For 226 yards and two touchdowns. Now, if you just look at the overall numbers, you're not going to be impressed. But I look deeper, Matt. We should have been, myself included, we should have been thinking about him a little bit, just a little bit. He had 10 catches that registered first down, and he had three that were for over 25 yards. So underneath that 21 receptions, when you dug deeper, there were some highlights here but we were all watching Bellis Jones and we were watching Cedric Tillman. So it was very easy at the time to overlook Jalen Hyatt. Matt, what can I say about this young man? 2022, he was a Blitnikoff award winner. He was the very first player in volunteer history to win the Blitnikoff. 
And my friends, go back and do some homework. Tennessee, back in the day, in the 80s and 90s, had some serious receivers coming out of that program. So that's amazing what he did. He was consensus first-team All-American, first-team All-SEC. 67 receptions for 1,267 yards. Matt, this is awesome. 18.9 yards per catch against SEC defensive backs. That is one of the best statistical numbers of the 2022 season. He also scored 15 touchdowns. He holds the Volunteers record for single-game touchdown receptions, single-game points scored, and single-season receiving touchdowns. So just unbelievable. During his campus tenure, he had five games over 100 yards receiving, in five times with multiple touchdown receptions. When the Vols had a mismatch, when they knew Jalen Hyland could beat someone, Matt, they fed him the football down the field and he performed. But here's where he is the preeminent home run hitter and the NFL is going to love him. 52 catches in his career went for over 10 plus yards, 30 for over 20, 21 for over 30, and 12 for over 40. The young man changes the dynamics of your offense, and every defense must account for him. Matt, what's your film study say about Jalen Hyatt? The conversation with Jalen Hyatt is going to be centered around his speed. And let's not, you know, be confused. He's going to burn in a straight line, right? So we're expecting overall he's going to end up one of the three fastest wide receivers in this year's class and certainly the fastest guy that's considered kind of in that top uh, a tier of, of projected draft capital, right? So Jalen Hyatt is an impressive speedster, but he is more than his speed, all right? And I think that's a really important thing. It's not part of the narrative that I'm hearing a lot, but there's a lot more to like about his film than just his speed. In the, let's start here with the fact that he's quick and fluid moving laterally as well. Oftentimes when we think of a, of a burner in terms of pure speed, we think of somebody that doesn't have a lot of athleticism or fluidity or ability to move east and west, as we would call it, across the field. He can't. He is fluid moving laterally, and I think that's really important because that means he's both fast and quick, and those are two different things to evaluate. When it comes to Jalen Hyatt, he has reliable hands. If you look at his progression from 2021 to 2022, one of the things is his handwork looks significantly improved. And Jalen Hyatt has talked about, you know, the, the progression from 20, 2021 to 2022. Physicality in that handwork has really kind of been the center of what he said that he has been working on. And you could see that progression on tape. I talk about it all the time, but I love seeing progression on tape from year to year. It's part of the reason that we watch two, three years worth of tape on these guys, because if they're improving, that means they're coachable, which means they can continue to improve at the NFL level. Remember, Jalen Hyatt is still raw, right? He's only played one full season of meaningful touches, which means he's got a fresh legs and a fresh mind. So he's moldable as well. I love his ability to separate downfield, John. You mentioned it, that big play ability. You know, 12-plus plays of 40-plus yards over his career. Remember, most of his catches happened in 2022. So most of that's happening in one season, and it shows his ability to take the top off of defenses. And, John, you alluded to it. He can do it against any defense in the country. His best game of the season was against Alabama. 
And what I think is so special about that game against Alabama, John, is everybody watching that game and everybody on that defense and everybody on that offense knew that Tennessee was throwing the ball to Jalen Hyatt over and over and over again, and he still found ways to win. John, defensive backs can't press him consistently, right? Because they're going to get burned by his speed. So it's important for him to have a good release and off coverage. And he releases very well in off coverage. And I think that's something that's not talked about enough. He's got good footwork. He wins with that first step very consistently here. So there is a ton to like about Jalen Hyatt. The only weakness that you can really point out on his tape is that he doesn't have a diversified route tree. But he wasn't asked to run a diversified route tree. He wasn't asked to run technical routes, right? So let's see if that's what he's asked to do at the next level. But I don't think it is because he runs a great post route and a dangerous slant route. And John, let's be honest, for somebody who runs in the four twos or four threes, that's enough at the NFL level. If you can run a nasty slant and a good post in today's NFL and the offenses, depending on who's around you, that could be enough to get 100-plus targets a season easily. So Hyatt is somebody who I think is a really exciting combination of, of I like what I've seen on tape. And what folks aren't talking about is that he's still got room to grow. So he has a super high ceiling to balance the traits that I really like. So I mentioned needing to grow, John. Let's put those stats into a little bit more of context here. Yeah, first thing you have to understand when you look at Jalen Hyatt's profile, it's really based on one year of extraordinarily incredible production. We just talked about it earlier in the show. He only has 108 career receptions. But Matt, that's predominantly in one season. So he's been on campus for three, but he really didn't pop until last year, which there are going to be some criticisms by analysts. He's a late breakout player, but he did leave early. It's not like he was a four or five year. He was a third year breakout. So he doesn't get the early bump as the 18, 19 year old, but he's still relatively young, Matt. I'm sorry, you average 16.4 yards per reception in the SEC. You're good. I mean, it's just not, there's not really many other ways to put it. He's beating the best defensive backs in general across the nation deep on a consistent basis. You mentioned his hands, Matt. They did improve. Maybe that's why he didn't get on the field. I mean, they had a good wide receiver room, but this year he had a 74% catch rate. Now, once in a while, I'll say I saw a few like um, bobbles, but he always recovered and caught it. He's, but it's much better than it was. Aerial dominator, Matt, everyone knew it was going to him. Cedric Tillman was hurt for most of the year. 30% of the team's passing yards. That's phenomenal in the SEC. Here's what really I love about him. Receiving yards per team pass attempt, Matt, 3.02. I'm looking at a 2.5. He smashes it. And then I didn't think he was this big, Matt. He's six foot oh, 185. He's he's got the size, the arm length. You do see him with outstretched hands. He tracks the ball well. My model likes him. He's going to go in the first round, Matt. There's no question in my book. NFL loves speed. He's going to, he, I've heard rumors. He's going to be under a four, three at the combine, Matt, what's your fantasy footballers know about Jalen Hyatt? 
Yeah, John, agree with that NFL draft projection here. Day one late to day two mid, so 21 to 50 overall. I do expect them to not make it out of the 20s. And that's a juicy lineup of landing spots, too, when we're talking about potential offenses that he could play in. So it'll be really exciting to see where Jalen Hyatt does, in fact, end up. Despite, John, everything we've talked about, despite the fact that I do expect him to perform very well at the Combine, despite the fact that I do expect him to be a late first-round selection, I do still project his ADP to be 109 to 112. You know, we're doing the rookie big board patron mock drafts. I'm participating in other mock drafts. I'm getting opinions from around the community. And and it seems like everybody is willing to like Jalen Hyatt, but nobody's willing to love him uh, other than <laughs> me, right? But we see this all the time with guys that, that end up in this late first round to early second round range, right? I mean, like, this is where Jalen Waddle was going. And, and in terms of just kind of the way that I feel about guys, I've, I've said this a lot. I, I see Jalen Hyatt a lot. Uh, uh, in terms of value with what I saw with, you know, Jalen Waddle, Justin Jefferson was a late first round, early second round ADP uh, T Higgins. So I'm not comparing him one-to-one. I'm just saying like, there is some really good value always every year at the one, two turn. And right now I think for me, it's Jalen Hyatt uh, in this year's draft. Uh, Chris Alave was even sliding to the late first round in some drafts last he was, year. He was. I, I do expect Jalen Hyatt to be a weekly starter and he is right at the top of that weekly starter tier almost at my league winner tier, which for me means he's probably, you know, going to be living in that wide receiver 16 to 20 overall range. And that's a really good player to have on your roster, right? Especially at the value point that we've talked about. All that being said, I expect to have high exposure to Jalen Hyatt for sure. I'm comparing him uh, in terms of today, the value that I have on a guy like Jamison Williams, you know, uh, a little bit more of a, of a, you know, guy that takes the top off of the coverage, uh, can have big fantasy football weeks. You might have to have a little risk tolerance, right, with Jamison Williams or Jalen Hyatt because there might be weeks where, you know, if they don't get that 40-yard touchdown, it's not as exciting. But you're going to balance that out with, with weeks where they have two or three touchdowns, right? And, of course, Williams coming off the injury fully healthy this year. It'll be really interesting to see, you know, how Hyatt is able to make a quick impact, hopefully, this year as well. John, what makes a great impact in your fantasy football draft strategy is being a patron for the Rookie Big Board, right? So you're going to want to head on over to patreon.com slash rookie big board for just $3 a month to get access to the Rookie Guide, an in-depth look at all the player prospects that we've been doing. You get in on the Discord, so much value there for just 3 bucks a month. As always, we appreciate you checking out this episode of the Rookie Big Board. 